0: We got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. you, know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. You just can't
1: miss tonight. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one 100
0: Gambler.
2: The clowns on the left
0: and the jokers on the right.
2: And join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle.
0: This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds.
3: So, TC, I had
4: a special guest on the cnn program on Saturday, and I am not referring to Peter Bergen <laughs> or Richard Clark. I was about to say I enjoyed them both. <laughs> here was the uh, here was the intro. I have my notes in front of me. He was the face of January 6 2021 and was the very first person indicted for the events of that day, and now he's planning a run for Congress and will join me in a moment. I was referring to Jacob Angeli Chansley, the shaman. Yeah, the guy who wore, you know, red, white, and blue face paint and a furry headdress with horns, carried a bullhorn, an American flag, and a spear. He's the guy who stood at the Senate dais that had been occupied very soon before by Vice President Mike Pence, left a note, it's only a matter of time, justice is coming. He called Pence an effing traitor. Uh, Well, he he was actually the first individual. He was such the face of what transpired on January 6th that he was, and I think this was deliberate, he was the first to be indicted. He then pled guilty to a felony charge of obstructing an official proceeding, the certification of the 2020 vote. He was sentenced to 41 months in prison. He ended up doing, uh, what did he end up doing? He ended up doing, bear with me one second, 27 months behind bars, 10 and a half months in solitary confinement. And now he is running as a libertarian in Arizona's 8th Congressional District. So I read this. And I immediately took interest in this guy's story. I want to give you the background that I really didn't have the opportunity to totally flesh out on television. I read his file. I read the public pleadings. I read the transcript in particular of his sentencing hearing. And the judge, Judge Lamberth, in this case, was totally taken with him was completely taken with his testimony and said so. I mean, it said to him that he found his words to be akin to what Martin Luther King Jr. would have said if he were in the courtroom. Jacob uh, Chansley was very repentant in his sentencing hearing. So uh, my intention was, you know, I thought, first of all, it would just be interesting, like bring the guy in and have a side-by-side of him as the shaman on the 6th and then talk about the epiphany that he'd had, the recognition of his errant ways, his redemption, and the fact that he now wants to serve in the building that he once broke into. Well, it didn't go that way. It did not go that way, and it did not go that way because he was completely, in my opinion, unrepentant and not the guy reflected in the sentencing transcript.
3: He was not only not repentant, he was not even neutral, he was snarky and snippy and, uh, yeah, I was, I was floored by his answers to you, by his responses to you, by his very demeanor. Not had I, I would not have been floored by that had I not read the sentencing and had not heard about that from you. Had I just gone from the shaman and what we saw on television to that man, I would say, OK, yes, it, on brand. But what happened in the interim? Was it just complete baloney? I don't know. I mean, it made me wonder.
4: It made me wonder what would the judge who sentenced him. And and by the way, it's not that he got a slap on the wrist. You know, he ended up doing 10 and a half months in solitary confinement. But I did have to wonder if the judge who had sentenced him watched Jacob Chansley today or Saturday on CNN, you know, would he have thought that he got sold a bill of goods?
3: Can he haul him back in?
4: No. (laughs) He has paid his debt to society at this point. And somebody in social media wanted to know, do you regret giving him the platform? I chose that
3: one on purpose. Yeah. Because that was, they spoke for many.
4: I'm sure. Well, I knew going into it, I knew going into it that there would be many who would not be happy even to see him. But I, I thought it was going to be interesting because my anticipation was this is going to be a different person. Than we saw on January
3: six. Oh, it was interesting. <laughs> yes. Uh, what what have you queued up? All right. So I did the very first question. You know, you had laid it out, and then you asked him that. You know, this is what you said before you did time. How do you feel today? So that was the first interaction, and then a little further along, where he's just not saying that he has any remorse or feels repentant. A couple, tr- you know, a couple clips of that, just so people can have a sense of how this went. I feel completely off the rails.
4: Go ahead. Mr. Chansley, thanks so much for being here. I was really interested in your sentencing hearing. There was a lot of information that was provided there at which, and I'll put this on the screen and show it to the audience. You took full responsibility. You said men of honor admit when they're wrong not just publicly, but to themselves. I would like to use this as an opportunity to admit to your honor, to the prosecution, to the nation, I was wrong for entering the Capitol. I have no excuse, no excuse whatsoever. The behavior is indefensible. That was before you did the time. How do you feel today?
5: There's no defense for breaking the law unless it's an unjust law. And there are unjust laws just as there are unjust men.
4: Okay, can I just interrupt and say now that doesn't sound like now of there're caveats now there are footnotes to what to his view of the world I mean, in the sentencing hearing and what caught my eye, I was wrong for entering the capitol. I have no excuse, no excuse whatsoever. the behaviors indefensible his words his words and and now and now he's saying, what did he say um uh, there's no defense for breaking the law unless it's an
3: unjust law. And this is me what? watching, you know, watching from like the kitchen, like ding, Uh-oh. ding, ding, like oh boy, yeah, wait, this is wait, not going but, whoa, as whoa, planned. What, what did he just say? This not, what? This is not going as planned. All right, what's next? All right, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna skip ahead now, unless okay. you want me to go to that next thing. No, 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 I think no, we'll no that's okay. okay. I, I just to want to give a taste. how it started. Yeah,
4: yeah. In the course of the sentencing hearing, you also said that, and I'll put this on the screen that you you wish you could do it all differently. Quote. In all honesty, I would do everything differently. What would you do differently on January 6th Question. if you could wind back the clock?
5: Well, I would do everything that I could in a more intense way to stop everything from happening in the first place. Now, how easy that would be considering that tear gas and concussion grenades were tossed in the middle of a otherwise peaceful crowd is, uh, you know, nothing I can predict right now or try and you know, say it would go one way or the other, but I would definitely try to stop the whole thing from happening, considering the persecution that a lot of J6ers have gone through and the <laughs> destruction that was caused to the sacred chamber that we call the Capitol. So, you know, for me, what it's about is stopping anything okay, negative me, from happening.
4: You get it. Now, Now, let me tell you what he said in his sentencing hearing. Okay. Contrast what you just heard where he's talking about uh, the tear gas and concussion grenades and his desire to stop everything from happening in the first place. But then he's talking more about the police response that what he's not saying is I would have stopped everybody from going into the building.
3: No, he's saying I would have stopped us from being stopped. Right. That's what he said. So here's
4: what he said in his sentencing hearing. I have it in front of me. In retrospect, I would do everything differently on January 6th. In all honesty, I would do everything differently. I would with all my heart and soul try to stop people from allowing anything like that to happen. I'm not going to try and tout the things I did prior to the trespass that happened, but when people were throwing stuff at the police, I told them to stop. When I saw what was going on in the scaffolding, I got down because I saw that things were getting kind of crazy. And I was walking along with my megaphone saying, hey, the cops are our friends. Leave them alone. That's what he told the judge in the sentencing hearing. Okay? So... I'm sitting there. I'm sitting like my, you know, probably steam is starting to come out of my ears. Oh, for as For sure
3: I'm, it was. I saw you. <laughs> I'm, I saw you. I'm
4: doing this interview. And then further along, I don't know if you cut this, TC. I, at a certain point, I say to him, like, can we just agree? You do have that? Okay, well, play it. Okay, but let's agree on this. Maybe you should never have been in the building to begin with.
5: Okay, well. There's a lot of people in Congress that probably shouldn't be in there.
4: Right. So he's and not, this is so not so is sounding it, so repentant. I, I'm going to I'm going to skip ahead to something the judge said about you that I was really taken with. As I say, I spent a lot of time reading your file and was taken with the sentencing hearing. This this is Judge Lamberth. First of all, I thank you for your comments. I think yesterday I celebrated my 34th year as a judge. I think your remarks are the most remarkable I've heard in 34 years. I think you are genuine in your remorse and heartfelt. He he then said that the words that you said to him were akin to things that Martin Luther King would have said. Uh, So I guess my question is, are you remorseful? Because now I'm kind of questioning whether you're remorseful.
5: Well, with all due respect, I don't care if you're questioning whether or not I'm remorseful. I've made it very clear on several occasions I should not have broken the law. Um, now, the fact of the matter is we can regret things in life. We can have remorse. We can have you know, all sorts of... Uh, Resentment and stuff, if we choose, but those things are far too heavy burdens to move forward in our lives. And I'm moving forward, not just for myself, but for the American people, because there is no representation for the American people in Congress. That's why I'm running on yeah. single bill voting.
4: All right. Well, That's you get it. A- I mean, he's 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 not he's not a shaman. He's a charlatan. Is what I think that he is. Right. Uh, and it is not at all what I had anticipated. I just hope that came out.
0: This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius
4: Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Ravs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com.
0: We got another day of NBA action, so it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you
1: win. You just can't miss tonight. Make every night a watch party, only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable bonus bets. that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers.
0: The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, SiriusXM XM Channel 124, and time on the SiriusXM XM app.
4: He's not a shaman. He's a charlatan, is what I think that he is, right? Uh, and it is not at all what I had anticipated. I just hope that came out. I think it came out. Well, I
3: mean, I think that there were several people after the fact, and I, I liked these uh, tweets, who said, well, you know, you, you talked about how sunshine was the greatest disinfectant, and you just shone a spotlight, and he... You know, he did it to himself. In other words, he showed himself for what he was. And that is exactly what you did. Your whole take is that people, um, when they have paid their debt to society, have then a chance, a second chance. You're all about second chances. You have been consistent about that from day one. He did not prove himself to to, no. to deserve that. He
2: no. didn't. No, no, he didn't. He,
4: he didn't. In, instead, I sat, I have to do the math. If the judge has been on the bench for 34 years and he sentenced him... 2 years who appointed the judge Stand by Judge Lamberth. I'm I'm kind of curious now and just thinking about this I should have looked that up but I didn't Um Reagan Reagan yeah. okay there you go there you go
3: so a conservative judge taken with him 19 Mar- appointed by um, Ronald Reagan March 19th, 1987
4: Hmm Again didn't go easy on him I don't think I mean you know he ends up doing like 2 years and 10 and a half Why was months he in since, I don't know I don't know the answer to that question. I mean,
3: because that's that—that's got to be hard. Red flag it's got to gotta be a
4: hard thing. Right. Got to be a hard thing. Uh, but the shaman was the shaman was not what I had anticipated. I think that became clear. And Arizona's eighth congressional district will be one of interest to uh, watch. I wanted to just uh, add this additional detail, if I could, about it. Um, yeah, what might normally be an overlooked U.S. House race. For a solidly red seat in Arizona that is unlikely to help determine control of Congress may still make for a colorful primary this year. Republican Representative Debbie Lesko announced last month that she would not seek reelection to represent Arizona's eighth congressional district. She sparked what has quickly become a crowded race to succeed her with competitors from various factions of the GOP and beyond. The field so far includes two well-known Republicans, a. Hamada and Blake Masters, who campaigned together last fall for statewide offices with considerably more power and with endorsements from former President Trump. Two other hopefuls, including one libertarian candidate, were at the Capitol on January 6th. One of those individuals was also a so-called fake elector. So so this guy's not the only one with like January 6th on his hands.
0: This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM.
4: are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more. When you visit buyatoyota.com,
0: we got another day of NBA action, so it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. Yes. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. You just can't
1: miss tonight. Make every night a watch party, only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler.
3: Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers, need a cold coffee with a
4: bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup Pots were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold Coffee in the roasted coffee aisle.
0: The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the SiriusXM app.
4: So John and Tom's River, I'm trying to, under- well, why don't I just ask him? I'm intrigued by this. Hey, John, tell me what you're thinking. I just played for you a couple of, I hesitate to call them highlights of my conversation with the so-called shaman from January 6th. You wanted to say what exactly? You know,
2: you know, I think you're right, Michael. He was definitely different than he was in his uh, hearing with the judge. But I think when you contrast it with what happened with Ray Epps and his uh, misdemeanor charge, considering what he's caught on camera doing and then some of the other situations you can understand why the the guy's changed his tone a little bit or quite a bit actually but uh i mean i i think he's probably gonna do well in this upcoming election
4: yeah i don't think so i i i don't know the eighth congressional district of arizona well enough to have an opinion but i know that there there are there's a lot of uh, jockeying there's, among there's, MAGA folks for who should be the yeah. candidate to try and win that
2: seat. There's, there's also a lot of video that's coming out now. I don't know if you can comment on that or not. It's been released by the Speaker of the House. Um, it's showing some things to be considerably different than what was shown in the in the January 6th hearings. Um, like what? Give me and...
4: give me give me an example. I'm all ears, and I promise I'll watch. Well, but tell me specifically what you're referencing.
2: When the, when the when they say the police officers let them in and escorted the man, um, there's definitely footage of that, that I've seen myself now. And it, okay. it's, it's, I have Twitter. not, it's all over I can there. only, you, you should see it. I'm sorry.
4: Thank, thank you, John. I can only tell you this because we showed, I should have explained this. Thank you, John, for reminding me to, to take this opportunity. The shaman acts like uh, he says he didn't break into anything. The guys who were right in front of him, kick in the doors, they kick in the doors, and then he walks through. Thereafter,
3: and the door was open; he just walked right through it. Well, that's
4: the way that he—that's the way that he acted. He's, about it. He was
3: just trying to keep everybody else from being peaceful.
4: Here is something else that I didn't get to with him that I was going to that I have in my notes. Well,
3: actually, wait, what are you looking at there? Because I have these the, are my notes. Okay, these are my... I have the transcript in front of me, which is readily available no, no, online. No, these so are my
4: have... personal notes for how I conduct and how I conducted Saturday's show. Well, how scripted were you? I am very scripted. I write in the
3: these... questions, not just the intro.
4: Well, I'm not sure what you're asking me. I I over prepare. You can see that, here I'm holding up to you. I wish I I wish I were, you know, doing this Pages. on TV. Yeah, I I these are all like my notes to myself always reminding myself be prepared to take a detour. Don't sit there and go to prescribed question number right, 4 cuz you weren't listening right. to what he was saying. But in my notes, here, here's what I intended to do with him. Do you want to know what what yeah. the plan was with him? Was okay. So I had cut what we Before call totally off the rails full screens, meaning I wanted the ability for the CNN team to put them up for the audience to see. I had pulled potentially four different pieces from the sentencing hearing, and one of them I never got to. I wish I had where he said, I may be guilty of this crime. Absolutely. But I am in no way, shape or form a dangerous criminal. I am not a violent man. I am not an insurrectionist. I am certainly not a domestic terrorist. I'm a good man who broke the law, and I'm doing all I can to take responsibility for that, Your Honor. That was another of the full screens that I intended to get to, but I never did. I was curious to ask him, if you don't accept the insurrectionist label then how do you describe what it is you were doing on January 6th? But, you know, time is short. I think I had five minutes uh, with this guy. So I intended to first get him to accept responsibility now because I suspected, okay, he's done his time. He no longer has to say what he hopes the court wants to hear. So that's why I led with that. And that, you know, bore some fruit. Uh, My second question was intended to be, you said in your sentencing hearing that, You would do everything differently. Well, what specifically would you do differently? You heard his answer to that. Then I wanted to get into the insurrectionist label. Then I wanted to talk about the the court being so complimentary. I also wanted to ask him, how'd you do the time? You often hear people who've done time say, you got to do the time. You can't let the time do you. But what does that actually mean? And then I wanted to talk about whether he was soliciting uh, Donald Trump's endorsement. And why was he running as a libertarian instead of running, presumably, as a
3: Republican? really substantial questions to to ask him, but you couldn't get past him not feeling the remorse that he expressed during the sentencing hearing. Right. That's my interpretation of it. Right. And And then he just sort of stonewalled you. Here are my
4: my Richard Clark notes.
3: In a smug way. How important
4: important that Israel find evidence of a command center under Al-Shifa? Hmm. The US also said it had independent evidence, so the US also has some vulnerability. What would you expect to find? if it had been a hamas node or command center
3: i wish the people that nasty tweet you every saturday like would pay attention to the nuance of these questions oh my god <laughs> it might not come it a- doesn't even matter what you say it might not come across
4: people. as tell on television <laughs> but there is so much effort that goes that goes into it
3: i know i live it with you
4: uh, what would i like this question what would meet the threshold if it were worthwhile to raid the hospital, in other words, if Kalishnikovs and the mouth of a tunnel and uniforms and maybe two hostages dead nearby, if that's not enough, what would be? If anything else, if nothing else is found, do you see parallels to WMD and what worries you most? Big picture. I never got to that question either. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like time, time runs out on you. Let me just see. Uh Yeah, I also had Peter Bergen. I was telling you about uh, the Bin Laden letter to America. Uh, What do you make of the receptiveness by some who were not even alive when September 11 occurred? Uh, Okay, quick comment. Elise, you're in Madison, Alabama. What did you most want to say?
2: Um, Hi, it's actually Elsie. Um, Oh,
4: sorry, Elsie, I apologize. Oh, that's
2: okay, no problem. I just want to say with everything, you know, we've, you've discussed this morning and i want to say the shaman oh he needs to go away but um my biggest worry about everything is that there are actually people marching in support of hamas in this country and around the world and that to me is the most disturbing thing um i know we have to be concerned about you know, who's going to be our next president and everything. But the fact that there are people among us that think that's okay and are supporting so it. So this
4: is, this really is why, this is, is why, my, yeah, Elsie, this is why the number one story. Thank you so much for making that comment. Cause I think it's worthy. The number one story on my website right now. And number one in my newsletter this morning, the CNN coverage of the camera and what has been revealed thus far from the tunnel underneath al-Shifa. I think it speaks directly to your concern about how could people possibly come out and although marching theoretically for Palestinian rights take the positions that they're taking, a lot rests on what they discover. That's
0: my point. The Smirconish
1: Podcast, for independent minds.
0: Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app.
1: Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.
0: We got another day of NBA action, so it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. Yes, you know that new customers who bet five dollars get two hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you
1: win. Just can't Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. Twenty-one plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. Ten dollars first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Family problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler.
2: You can start your day off right when you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first.